Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Well, hello there. How are you today? Awesome, because we're listening to this podcast. Yeah! (laughs) Welcome to Living Box Free. I'm Ashleen. And I'm Becky. And today we are going to talk about feedback, the art of giving and receiving feedback, because it really is an art form, and I'm excited to talk about it. Before we do that, we always talk about what's on the rise for us this week. Becky, what's on the rise for you? What is on the rise for me? It is the first time I've ever done a virtual keynote. Oh, yes. So weird. Not having an audience. And it actually this week went live with the Kansas FFA convention. Mm. Go check it out. We're actually, we uploaded it to our YouTube channel and we'll share that there as well. I want to wait because I want to make sure people go to the FFA website first. Yes. But after the convention's over this Saturday, we'll go share that. But yeah, it was was super fun to talk about. I mean, there's so much that's happened in the last year and we've grown so much doing this podcast, getting to talk about that and do a keynote for some high school students. Super fun and a growing opportunity doing a speech to a camera and not an audience. (laughs) Not a huge fan. I'd much rather have an audience, but it was a good growing experience for me and uh, kind of awkward, but you just... I would think it would be a little awkward. It was. It was, but you kind of, you sit in it and you get used to it. Especially when you're you're not just talking to the internet, like you're talking to, a, mm-hmm. I don't know, a specific group of people. It feels different yes. for some reason. And I'm someone who likes to have little like humor and mm-hmm. things in there. And then when you, you're like, do I pause? Are they laughing? <laughs> do I don't I know. pause for laughter? Is it awkward? <laughs> Can we question. put some fake laughter Timing. in the background? <laughs> Can we get a laugh track, please? <laughs> yeah, laugh track here. <laughs> Okay, so that's that's me. Yeah, a new, right. a totally new experience. Loved it. Would love to do more through okay. our uh, our leadership consulting yeah. here. Ash, what has been on the rise for you? Well, when we're recording this, we recently did the hero workout of Murph for Memorial Day. I'm actually wearing this shirt right now from two years ago, I believe. Yeah, um, and it. I was really nervous really nervous because I, I had determined I wanted to PR all the movements. So it's a mile run, uh, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 squats, and then a mile run. And I wanted to do them all as prescribed. And I was really concerned that I was not going to finish. And I did. Whoa! I did finish. I ran with Becky, which there's photo proof <laughs> yes. that I came back at the same time as Becky. I just would like everyone to take a look at that on our Living Box Free podcast Instagram. <laughs> There's proof. <laughs> There's proof. <laughs> Photo evidence, y'all. And yeah, it was my fastest Murph time ever. And it was pretty great. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm proud of myself. You should be. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You did it in a vest. Yes. You crushed it. And we, we survived. We're we here survived. to tell the story. <laughs> we are here to tell the tale. Only miss, missing one arm, but I'm here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They're both there. I'm missing half a leg, but that's unrelated. <laughs> the sacrifice to complete it. <laughs> anyway, that's that's what's on the rise. So let's talk yeah. about feedback. Let's talk about feedback. We This episode, we call it the art of feedback because it truly is an art. And I have some bad news. I'm going to throw it out there. The best way to get better at giving feedback 
And the best way to get better at receiving feedback openly is time and repetition and doing it. And for some of us, we might remember that very first time you ever got true constructive feedback. Someone wasn't just fluffing you up, mm-hmm. but they truly were telling you how you can improve. And the first time that happens for many of us, you might feel caught off guard or you might feel a shock or you might feel disappointment because no one up till that point had ever told you that there were areas for you to improve. And for me, and Ash, if you if you can think of it, if you can't, it's okay. But I, I can vividly remember the first time I got truly constructive feedback. And it was my freshman year in college. Leading up to that, I, I'd gotten some feedback. I did some speeches through FFA and 4-H. However, this, this role, I was a state FFA officer freshman year. And it was the very beginning of that year. And our she was basically our advisor. Her name was Miss Kane. I remember us going to this camp and we were practicing speeches that we were going to do for students, high school students. And each of us had to stand up and practice a chunk of our speech in front of our peers. And everyone had a cup. And that cup was sitting just like a nor- you would have your cup as if it had water in it. Yeah. And once you had convinced them that you had a great speech, you did it really well, uh-huh. they would flip their cup over. Oh. And you couldn't stop until everyone's cup was flipped over. Wow. Yes. And so I was going and (laughs) there's one person who wouldn't flip their cup over. And eventually we hit pause. Yeah. And it was our advisor, Miss Kane. And she's she starts giving me some very constructive feedback. Hey, Becky, when you gave this introduction, you were only you only asked who are the middle children and what if there's people who aren't middle children? How do you also involve them? And she was really challenging me to think of my audience and my content and showing showing me that it wasn't as inclusive as it could be, but then also even helping me identify where I needed to pause or where I could change my voice volume because it was always the same. And I just remember being in shock and I was like, no one has ever told me this. Yeah. My high school teacher said, oh, Becky, you're so great. You're so good at this. (laughs) My parents like, oh, Becky, you're such a good speaker. And then I just got a list of like five things I had to change differently. And I only did a paragraph. (laughs) Like I haven't even done my whole speech. And and I remember sitting down and feeling disappointed in myself. Yeah. However, that was the first time someone truly cared enough about me to, to tell me how I could improve. Mm-hmm. And I would not be, and I, all of us still can improve, but I would not be the speaker I am today if it wasn't for Miss Kane yeah. and other people who started to step up and truly identify, okay, how do we take it to the next level? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this worked, this worked in middle school. Yeah. Let's t- let's take it up a couple yeah. notches. So for me, I, I f- remember that feeling mm-hmm. of like I was disappointed in myself, but it, that that mindset shift then reframing it to okay, I'm going to take this, I'm going to do it again, and then let's see what you got. Let's see where we can take it, and I know it's going to be better. Yeah. Anything come to your mind? I was thinking about this, and I, it seems like an odd answer, but I took music lessons all growing up. I started taking violin lessons when I was five from the same teacher. And I really think that she progressed me through constructive feedback as, because Mm -hmm. it wasn't just like how to play the violin. It was, are you practicing? Here's, you know, here's how you need to change your life to, (laughs) to practice, to get better. And yeah, she would say things like that. Like we need to take it up a notch. You're, you're plateauing. 
And mm-hmm. we need, here's what, here are the three things you can work on to, to move it up a notch. Um, and I worked for her as an assistant for the orchestra and other things. And so she, she also gave me feedback through that in high school. But I, I think it was sort of progressive as I'm thinking about it, mm-hmm. that she ramped it up as I got older. Yeah. She could see your tolerance for receiving that yeah. probably yeah. became more open. But she definitely started early. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's so good. Yeah. And, and, and that's nice for, for those out there who've had someone who sprinkles it in mm-hmm. and they can increase that dosage yeah. as you become more used to it. For me, I probably went from, I went from literal sprinkles on top of a, an icing yeah. of a cupcake, like, oh, you're so great. And then I went to, and, and Tristan and I talked about this the other day, I went to then a cinder block feedback yeah. So if we talk about different types of feedback, you've got a cinder block, which is super direct, like just throw it at me. You've got a, a velvet covered brick and then you have a cloud and I got <laughs> lots of clouds or cupcakes. Yeah. And then Miss Kane gave me a cinder block and it was, so I felt that huge difference. Yeah. However, as I reframed it, I realized that cinder block was so much more helpful to build a structure. The cupcake's going to smash when you try to build a structure with that. Yeah. The cinder block sturdy. Let's talk a little bit about feedback in general. Before we jump into, we are going to give you some very helpful methods. We're going to talk through two methods for how to give feedback. We're also going to talk about, in general, creating an environment for feedback. First, let's talk about feedback in general. A couple quotes. Ken Blanchard, he's written a lot of books. Feedback is the breakfast of champions. (laughs) I thought it was Wheaties. I thought it was Wheaties. Turns out it's feedback. Fake. Yes, it's not Wheaties. It's feedback. So we, we know we can't grow if we don't get feedback. This, this one I really like. Feedback is a gift. Ideas are the currency of our next success. Let people see you value both feedback and ideas. Hmm. And feedback is a gift. That's something we talk about a lot at my workplace. Yeah. Especially as we do trainings for emerging leaders who have been identified as talent. And we say, hey, feedback's a gift. And seeking feedback, that's how we're going to refine and grow as a leader. Yeah. Last one here. There's no failure, only feedback. Robert Allen. There's no failure. Sometimes we learn. I was just talking to someone last night in those most difficult moments when you're like, man, I've hit rock bottom. This sucks. How did I mess up? How did I fail? All right. You know what? We're going to learn a lot more from that difficult situation as painful as it is right now than what we would from rainbows and unicorns and cupcakes. I'm just all about cupcakes today. You are. (laughs) And clouds. Yeah. If you walk into a perfect situation and then you go somewhere else and it's not perfect, it's going to be much more difficult versus if you're in that difficult situation first. So those are are just a couple quotes Mm -hmm. I liked when it came to feedback. Let's talk about giving feedback. We're going to talk about that first and then we'll share some tips for receiving. Giving feedback, rule of thumb, and just overall kind of things to keep in mind. I love this. This is from Brene Brown, my new leadership crush. (laughs) Clear is kind. Unclear is unkind. Yeah, I feel that. I feel like you do this very well, Ash. Hmm. I think that as a friend, you are good at giving feedback when people ask it. And you are something else that Brene talked about was being kind and courageous. And when you're giving feedback, Sometimes people feel like by giving constructive feedback, I'm going to be seen as a jerk. However, you can be kind. And I think that you do this well, Ash. You are kind. When I, when I hear you give me feedback, when I, when I ask you about a situation, 
I feel like you really think about it and I know I'm going to get an honest answer and you're going to be clear. I personally am working on that because it's very (laughs) hard for me to give feedback to friends specifically when I know that it's going to be hard for them to receive and hear. And I am trying to keep in mind being clear and honest. You can be courageous and kind at the same time and give clear feedback. If it's not clear and it's wishy-washy, they really aren't going to know what actions to take next. Yeah, it's not helpful. You might might as well have not said it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. You're just going to confuse them. Yeah. Yeah. Something else that from a feedback perspective is super important to keep in mind overall. So we need to make feedback timely. If we, if we have feedback for someone on something they did a year ago, it, they're going to be like, where the heck was this? Why didn't you tell me when this happened to me? It's difficult. Yeah. And then you can't even recall that your memory isn't going to be as good to recall that situation. Right. So it needs to be timely. It needs to be specific, which goes back to the clear clarity needs to be clear And the last one is it needs to be actionable. You can't just tell someone, hey, you're rude to me. But you can say, hey, I observed this. And I observed that and made me feel like you're being rude to me. One alternative route you could take maybe is next time in your email, adjust your wording, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So it needs to be actionable. If you're going to go to someone with feedback, what are some ideas for them to shift and change? Yeah. So those three things, timely, specific, and actionable. So overall feedback, things to keep in mind. Let's go into a couple steps for giving feedback. And I know I've already mentioned Ash giving feedback to friends. That is one really special, when you think of really good friends, who are the people that you trust, you value their opinion? Don't be afraid to ask friends for feedback. Because a lot of times when we think about feedback, at least for me, I think about the workplace. Yeah. I think about supervisors or managers and the people that they're managing. And yes, there should be a lot of feedback in that unit, that environment. However, feedback can be from your spouse, your roommate, a lot of different people in your life. So first piece, when it comes to giving feedback, we need to ask permission. We should not just give unsolicited feedback to every person we see who we think has issues. <laughs> I tend to fall into that camp. <laughs> I'm like, here, let me help you. Let me give you some uh, feedback. And it's hard. <laughs> but, and and it it is okay. If you see a friend or a person struggling, it's okay to be like, hey, I see you're trying, and I'm thinking about Ash's job. I see, I see you're trying to do this on, on social media or you're yeah. trying to create this image. Can I give an idea? Can I give a suggestion? It could be as simple as that. Yeah. It doesn't true. have to be hey, can I give you some feedback? Because sometimes even using the word feedback can put someone on the yeah, defense. Absolutely. But it can be, can I give you a suggestion or an idea? Or can I can I share something with you that might reframe this, mm-hmm. make us approach it differently? Yeah. My boss messaged me this morning and said, hey, what, what would you think about trying this? Oh, and I feel yes. like that's a good, a good way to go about that's it. That's a great. And, and these are all like sentence stems. Mm-hmm. And the words we use matter. Yeah. Because if we use certain words especially when we think about someone and how comfortable they are with receiving feedback, they might not be ready for the cinder block. They might need a velvet (laughs) covered brick. Yes. And so we need to use appropriate language to not put them on the defense or they're not going to listen. Good. I love that one. Say that one from your boss again. What would you think about trying this? Yeah, I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Second key component here when you're giving feedback is make it safe. Make it safe. People are not going to speak up honestly if they don't feel like it's a safe space. Hmm. And a couple key pieces to make it safe. One, don't catch them off guard. 
don't schedule a meeting and just be like, oh, we're doing a one-on-one. And then all of a sudden you're like, you suck at this and this and this. And, and that, I have, I have a, an example. My little brother got, he had a meeting with a place he was working at for a year and a half. And he hadn't talked to this. It was his boss's boss. And it was just a one-on-one. And he thought it was a networking call. And oh. he gets on it. And it was all of a sudden just all this feedback for him yeah. from his supervisor, who had never given him this feedback, who gave it to his boss to give to my brother. And it was very confusing. And he was caught so off guard. Yeah. It was hard for him to remember what they even said because he was on the defense and felt somewhat attacked. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, I had a boss that she gave me some some really good feedback, but she basically caught me in the hallway to give me the feedback. And it was pretty serious. She felt like I was being disrespectful to her in meetings because I was laughing. And <laughs> I, I actually... My friend and I joke about it now because like we we when we were in meetings together, we were always laughing about something like we were those two people that really just shouldn't sit. We we were yes. like, we can't sit across from each other because all we have to do is make eye contact and we're laughing about something. But it wasn't it wasn't disrespect like meant as disrespect. Mm-hmm. But my boss took it that way, which I can absolutely understand. But it just felt like to me it came out of nowhere. And she just mm-hmm. found me in the hallway. And, and I think she was trying to be casual about it. Like this isn't a huge deal. Mm-hmm. But I feel disrespected by you when you do this. Um, which, first of all, she only had that conversation with me and not, <laughs> not my friend. So I got in trouble for it. But um, <laughs> Took one for the team. Yeah. But I think it would have been helpful to me to have even a little bit of preamble of like, hey, I want to have a a quick conversation with you. It's not a big deal, but, mm-hmm. or if it, it, I think it felt like a big deal. So I don't know. It, there was, there was no preparation on yes. my end. I felt like, Whoa, what? Okay. And she yes. actually said, the funny thing is that she said I handled it really well. And she was really impressed like by my willingness to be like, Oh yeah, I'm so sorry. And, but I, I felt like, wait, what, what's happening? Yes. <laughs> so I guess my instinct, my instincts kicked in and I did okay. But I, I just felt like completely caught off guard. And you know that feeling, right? Yeah. And and that's that is what happens when we don't take the time to preface it and and scheduling feedback. We said it needs to be timely. It doesn't mean in that meeting when you laugh at you were laughing. It doesn't yeah. mean that that was the right time for her to say, "Hey, you disrespected me." <laughs> no. But after that, it would have been great to have gotten a message to be like, "Hey, Ash, I'd love to schedule time to chat. I just observed something in our meeting that I, I would really love to discuss yeah. with you." And having that scheduled and you know what it was about would have been much more helpful for you to listen and receive that. Yes, definitely. So making it safe, very important. Once again, don't surprise people. Think about the location. So you talked about the hallway. Think about the where and the how and the when. This this goes back to also, you know, not someone probably is not going to take feedback well if you do it in front of their peers in an open environment. So you probably want to find a neutral place, maybe a conference room, coffee shop, something like that, depending on what it is for the, for the where and the timing for that, that feedback session. Yeah. So it's a little bit around making it safe. Anything you can think of? Anything I missed? Okay. Don't catch them off guard. Think about the where, the when, and the how when you're trying to make that feedback a safe, safe experience for that other person. Yeah. So they actually hear you. Yes. And that's, that's the whole goal. When we are talking about giving and receiving feedback, taking criticism is hard and people can shut down very easily. And in order to truly give good feedback, we need to make it a safe, comfortable environment where there's trust 
amongst you and that other person, trust that they res- you respect them and you want to help them improve. Let's talk about two different methods. There's two methods. The first method of giving feedback that I learned was actually in my FFA days and it was called open the front door. Have you heard this? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, nerd time. I love it. <laughs> open the front door. I learned this in college. It's it's a way to remember. It's, it's O for observe, T for think, F is feel, and D is desire. Oh, I get it. Okay. Open so the front door. Open okay, the front got door. It. It's opening that front door to receiving feedback. Here's, here's what we it stands for. So starting off with observe, state in a clear language what it is you saw happen. Mm-hmm. So what did I observe? And I even I like using the word observe, like what I observe, yeah. observed or what I've seen. The second step after you've said, okay, this is what I saw happen. Th- the second step is think. Express what you think or what you imagine others might be thinking. Yeah. So I saw, I saw you laughing in this meeting, Ash. I thought you were disrespecting me. Yeah. And I thought maybe you were laughing at me. Which goes back to what we've talked about before of like the story of I'm telling myself is Mm. this. Like I'm seeing this thing and the story I'm telling myself is this. You don't have to say that in this situation, but it's a good example of that. And and I love that you call that out because if we don't give feedback timely, that story is going to build and become worse and worse. Yeah. And then you might have, you might not like that person. So I observed this. It made me think that maybe you were disrespecting me. And then the F is feel. So express your feelings about the situation. That made me feel embarrassed in front of everyone in that meeting. And like, you didn't respect me. And then the last one is desire. So state what you would like to have happen or suggestions on how to approach that situation differently. <laughs> Stop making eye contact with your friends and just laughing. <laughs> <No reason. Yeah. laughs> My desire is that you guys don't laugh as much in our meetings. <laughs> And if it's it in in this situation, it was eye opening because once again, the story that person was telling themselves was that you were disrespecting them. Right. However, you it had nothing to do with Absolutely them. Absolutely nothing. You were just with one of those friends, and you had the giggles, and you couldn't stop laughing yeah. every time you looked at each other. So open the front door. That is one method. As a college student, I I could remember that well because of open the front door, and I was thinking like open the door to feedback. Yeah. So observe, think, feel, and desire. There's one other method you can also use, and you've potentially heard about this actually in behavioral-based interviews. It's oh. called the STAR response. Have you I heard ha- of that? I have not, I don't think. Oh, well, I first heard about this in behavioral-based interviews. Okay. When you are asked a question, they say, tell me about a time when you failed your team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You give, so S, the S stands for uh, situation. Mm-hmm. The T is task. The A is action and the R is result. Got it. Yes. Okay. Yep. I'm, yeah. I'm so with you now. You can actually use this star response for feedback as well. So mm. what was the situation? Okay. Here's the situation. We're in a meeting. You guys were laughing. The task at hand was we needed to meet about blah, 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 blah. The action I saw was you guys laughing and didn't seem like you're taking it seriously. And the result was I felt disrespected. Now that's that's framing up the feed work. Then you need to give an alternative result, right, or an alternative action. Instead, alternatively, could we make sure you guys don't sit next to each other or you don't look at each other and laugh? And that result, I feel like we'd have a more productive meeting. Yeah. So star is another method we can use when giving feedback. Just have to remember to give the alternative. Yeah. Yep. What's the alternative action we could take, and yep. what would what's the desired result? Yeah, makes sense. Yes. So open the front door. And STAR, those are two methods for giving feedback. When it comes to receiving feedback, 
once again, I said this at the beginning, I don't have a method. I don't have some cool open the front door, open the back door to receive it. I don't know. (laughs) I don't have anything like that. (laughs) However, here's what I'll say is it's reframing. Mm. When you are receiving feedback, it is reframing it as someone is not attacking me. It is our human nature to go on the defense when we feel like someone's telling us what we've done wrong. And we need to reframe that. And instead of feeling attacked and vulnerable, we need to reframe it to this this person cares enough about me to tell me honestly what I could do better or maybe what I did do wrong. Maybe I did come off as rude or disrespectful in this email that I sent. And and I'm grateful that they've told me that because I don't want to come off that way. Yeah. And if they didn't tell me, then I might continue to use that language and other people think I'm a disrespectful, rude person. Mm-hmm. So it's reframing how we see receiving feedback. Yeah. I think a large part of that is something we've talked about before, which is intent intent versus impact. Yes. And I think when I get defensive, it tends to be like, well, I didn't mean it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just have to remember that it's not about what I meant or it's not about what's going on on the inside. It's how it's coming out Mm -hmm. and it's the impact on the people around me. And even though I know my intentions were not to disrespect my boss or to, you know, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. I I know that I didn't mean that. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. I mean, it kind of does because it's the kind of person I am, but yeah. it, what matters is how people see me yeah. and what effect that I'm having on them. And so I need to change my impact regardless of my intent. Yes, I love that. And, and I've mentioned this to multiple people. They've said, well, I didn't mean to make them feel that way. It's not my fault. Right. Well, let's not lay blame. It's not their fault, your fault. When someone has a feeling, you can't say, oh, that's not true. It is. Like, their feelings are true for them. Yeah. And it's a learning experience to know how did you come across, and your intent did not come across the way you wanted it to. So that's, that is a great learning experience to say, okay, next time, if this is my intent, the way I approach it might need to adjust based on this personality type yeah. or based on this individual because the impact it had was not what I wanted. Yeah. And once again, it's being respectful that, hey, okay, I did make them feel that way. And thank you for making me aware of that. That mm-hmm. was not my intent. And if we don't have that dialogue, then sadly people might think that was your intent. Yeah. Uh, something we used to say when I was uh, a communications coach is – understanding is the responsibility of the communicator. And so however I choose to, to communicate something, if someone misunderstands it, that's on me. Mm-hmm. And I need to figure out a way to communicate better or differently so that they can understand. And that's what you were talking about with the safe, you know, setting up a safe space so that they're not defensive and those things. But understanding is the responsibility of the communicator. Yes. I'd, I'd say the last thing, and this kind of goes back to giving feedback, but it's know your audience. Know the person you're communicating with. Some people may need a little more of what we call the sandwich approach, positive, constructive, positive, whereas other people might say, okay, stop. I hear you fluffing me up. <laughs> yeah. Just tell me what's wrong. Yep. And, and so it's knowing that personality and that person and respecting the way that they need to be approached to truly receive it well. And you can ask. Yes. I mean, try, I would try to not ask like right before you do it. Because <laughs> that's yeah, yes. that's, that's not necessarily that helpful. But as you're getting to know someone, you can say, okay, how do you want feedback? Yeah. How how do you hear feedback well? What's the best method? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Good. 
feedback. Feedback. It is a gift. <sighs> it's hard. It's it hard to accept that. Once you do, your life's going to change because that is the breakfast of champions. As Ken Blanchard would say, that is how we get better. Reframe it. Feedback. People care enough to be clear with you and tell you how you can improve, whether it's being coached on a skill or whether it's a behavioral or action from your personality standpoint. And it is a gift to help us see a bigger picture, see more perspectives, and connect to more people in the end. And when I have that gut reaction of, like, I didn't do anything wrong, or how dare you, or whatever, (laughs) whatever the reaction is in the moment, I try to remind myself, I don't want to stay the same. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to just be the same version of me for the rest of my life. And I need outside influence to help me change and grow. Yep, exactly. It's challenging. Yeah, not easy. Like so many of the things we talk about here. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Well, good luck. Your challenge this week, as we talk about the art of feedback, is go ask for feedback from someone, whether it's on a skill or maybe it's just on how you've been a team player. Go ask for feedback from someone you respect and practice receiving that. And then if there is an opportunity, whether it's a peer or a friend, someone who's seeking feedback, you can use one of these two methods, open the front door or the star method with the alternative action. Thank you so much for listening. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, please do. I'd love to hear about it. Yep. Until next time. Bye. Bye.